A personal introduction to Egypt's Mazahir, bearers of the Zohar tradition. This November, Lugas Hu will feature a rare performance of Egypt's Mazahir, a small group of mostly women musicians and singers who play Zohar music, chanting songs and playing hypnotic polyrhythms used in a ceremonial event to cleanse the spirits and to clear away illness and discomfort. My name is Neda Shazli, a producer, vocalist and sound artist from Cairo. I previously performed at Lugas Hu in 2017 as part of Jerusalem and My Heart's curation. The festival now asked me to introduce Mazeher to you and to tell you something about my personal connection with the group. So I visited the ensemble at Maken, the Egyptian Center for Culture and Arts in Cairo recently. As I approach Sa'ad Zaghloul Shrine, where Makan, Arabic for a place, lies since 2002, omitting a small light in a rather dark corner of downtown Cairo, I recall what it was like to walk into this place for the first time. I was 18 or 19 old at most. In those years, I had found refuge in fronting a punk band, seeking pleasure in chaos and being loud and noisy. I was told about a mind-blowing performance that took place in Macken, and with little expectation and plenty of curiosity I entered, unaware of what was about to take place. The element of surprise is one of the best things about seeing Mazahir for the first time. Lack of information about Zar makes it even harder to expect what you will hear, experience and witness. Hence, I will do my best to keep the element of surprise unfettered for you, even though my aim here is to introduce the world of Mazahir to you. Little did I know back then that I would continue to go back to this place for years to come, craving the noise, broken rhythms, and Madiha's rusty yet sweet voice, which pulls you back no matter how far you drift off. <laughs> Zar is a ceremonial event where women gather to reconcile the spirits, be it in human form or not, clearing away illness and discomfort. The ceremony is led by women, chanting, drumming, dancing, and using polyrhythms to usher in trance and to push the ailment out of the body. This practice has its roots in the Horn of Africa, namely in Ethiopia, Eritrea, Somalia, and Djibouti, later on traveling to Iran and North Africa. It became very popular in Cairo and other cities in the Arab world, merging with the spiritual side of Islamic traditions. From the 1930s until the 1980s, Zar was practiced in Cairo, in the homes of people from different backgrounds. My grandfather recalls watching from behind closed doors as a child how his aunt danced frantically with other women in her house, 
and now he was mesmerized by the sound of the percussion and the singing. Zar, however, regressed to become a more secretive practice when reformist and nationalist voices in Egypt deemed it backward and barbaric, while conservative Wahhabi Muslims condemned it as blasphemous. Misinformation about Zar continued to spread from the 1990s onwards, heavily stigmatizing the practice. Other than the rare and very private home practice of Zar in Cairo today, and particular traditional events mostly outside of Cairo, McKen managed to document and preserve a performance version of Zar on a consistent weekly basis since 2002. When I finally had the chance to sit last week with the chieftess of Mazahir, Madiha, she explained to me that I kept going back seeking release and to preserve my sanity. She said that there is no right way for an audience to prepare for the show. Just come, let yourself in, no need to know anything. With a lot of misinformation circulating about Zar in Egypt and the stigma attached to practicing it, it has become more and more difficult to find accurate information and it is indeed a rarity to find someone in the new generation who still practices it. Madiha tells me about the ensemble and how they met each other. She mentions that some knew each other since they were kids, while others didn't meet until much later when Ahmed al-Maghrabi, the founder of Makan, put together the ensemble in 1998. All Mazahir members have something in common, however. They inherited Zar practice from their parents and grandparents, becoming themselves the bearers of the Zar tradition. The main instruments used in Zar are the voice and a frame drum called Mazahir, made out of animal skin, usually out of mule skin in Egypt. The tambura, a six-string plucked lira, as well as a leather belt adorned with seashells and goat hooves are also commonly used in the ritual. Madiha recounted the passing away of some Mazahir members, adding that one day, when they all pass away, most probably, this music will also wither away with them, with very few people left practicing Zor today. Music forms a central part of rituals in many cultures and settings. Some rituals are public, such as national celebrations. Others are less public, almost secretive, like many religious and mystical practices and burial ceremonies. Indeed, music and dance are thought of in various traditions to provide a canvas for communion and even aid souls to ascend to higher planes. Most of the time, however, contemporary ritualistic music and private ceremonies are relegated to a static past, frozen in time, instead of being understood as continuing and evolving practices, foreclosing their potential as cumulative fluid movements on a par with other contemporary practices. 
Mazahir Ensemble is an example of how traditional and folkloric music is not meant to be frozen and displayed in museum-like contexts. Least of all for its strong resonance and engagement of audiences mentally and physically until today, and the openness of the members of the ensemble to embrace different influences and instruments in their performances time and time again. (laughs) 